0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We have a tremendous opportunity. Five wins, last time you could say that in a regular season. So it's, it's going to be a tremendous thing to get to five wins. I know no one want to hear that and say uh, Nebraska, oh, excited to win five games. But to be honest, it's been a long time. So that's what we try and do get in this five game, uh, the fifth game of the season, going to a bye, week, five and two. That's, that's what we care about it's like this everything is you know in front of us and this game matters more than um, the others. pour everything into this
1: week. It's one week season. Um, we're gonna look up on Sunday morning and either be four and three or five and two and then we get to rest and recuperate, kind of re- recover
2: mentally too and reprepare ourselves for the next stretch. Uh, whatever our guys got, they need to pour into this week to try to give us the best chance.
1: And welcome here to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washet, Nate Klaus, as you just heard from inside linebacker and captain, Muhammad Barry, and head coach, Scott Frost. And Rob and Nate, I thought Muhammad Berry brought up an interesting point. A lot of people are talking about, oh, you know, this is a big game before the bye. It's a big game for the Big Ten West. And Muhammad Berry said, no, it's a big game because we haven't won five games in a season at Nebraska since 2016. Say what you want about preseason thoughts, expectations. Nebraska won four games in 18. They won four games in 17. They're at four wins right now with six to go. And he goes, let's get to five first before we talk about anything else. And, you know, it, and that's a realistic point of view. And it's not one that Husker fans really want to hear um, going into the second half of the season. But it's reality. And they've got a big game this week to get to win number five, possibly.
2: Well, it's funny, too, because you, you go back to even this summer, a Big Ten media day, when Bill Moose said, you know, how about we start with our goal being get to six wins and go to a bowl game? And everybody was like, whoa, what's Bill Moose doing setting the bar so low? Doesn't he not believe in Frost? And uh, it turns out that that was kind of a realistic benchmark because here we are and. You know, Nebraska obviously uh, has a lot of issues still to figure out, but the fact remains they're 4-2 right now uh, and have a situation to be 5-2 and two going into the bye with a very important West Division game on the road this weekend. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with Muhammad. I mean, you, you can't get to six wins or the west seven wins or eight wins without getting to five first and that has been a, a a mark that nebraska like you said sean hasn't been to since muhammad Barry was a redshirt freshman so less i mean it's, it's gonna take baby steps it's not gonna be a, a flip of the switch and everything is perfect and, and back to championships here at nebraska you got to kind of do it one step at a time and the next step is getting to
0: five wins yeah it's a sobering reality of of the situation but yeah you know, I, I think that it's um uh, it's encouraging that that they are at this point in the season and and they're at four wins um, you know obviously you you would have liked to have seen them maybe close out the game at Colorado, but uh, they're not too far off where I think most people thought they would be as far as wins and losses go maybe maybe uh, a little different by what it looks like on the football field but I think it's a good way for the team to look at it you know you've got you've got one week here to pour everything you have into it to get to five wins and then you can kind of have that by a week to, to recuperate a little bit and, and to, to gather yourself for the, that final stretch run and um, and oh by the way you've got an opportunity to, to knock off a, you know kind of a, an undefeated Minnesota team that's currently sitting at the top of the West standings right now.
1: And it's going to be an interesting setting in Minneapolis. They are 5-0, as Nate just said. Um, They they might be the worst 5-0 team in the Power 5, um, maybe in the country, but they're 5-0. That's all that matters. Uh, They did not play a Power 5 non-conference game. They did travel to Fresno State. They played South Dakota State, who's number two in the FCS. Um, Georgia Southern almost beat them. Uh, Purdue almost beat them and then they blew out Illinois and Levy Smith I mean I think it's inevitable that this is going to be his last season at Illinois just based on how that game went the other night against the Gophers um, so there's a lot there but guys the big storylines for Nebraska for Saturday are injuries you've got situations right now at quarterback and wide receiver and running back as Adrian Martinez we saw him dress out this week at least on Wednesday in full pads We don't know if he actually practiced or what his availability is going to be Uh, going into Saturday. We saw J.D. Spielman come in, and and he practiced this week, it appeared, as well. Um, You would think making his homecoming back to Minnesota for the final time in his career, uh, this is one he's not going to want to miss. So I'm pretty optimistic. We're going to see Spielman not so optimistic on Martinez. Then obviously there's the lingering injury with Maurice Washington, along with the suspension he served last week for the first half.
2: Yeah, with Martinez, um, obviously he was in pads you know, on, on Wednesday, which is encouraging. Uh, we didn't see him on Tuesday because they didn't run the players by us, uh, by the media uh, interview site. Uh, so that's all we have to go off right now is um, the reports from uh, the coaching staff and what we saw after Wednesday's practice. And right now um, they're still leaving the door open that he could play in this game, but I would be sp- pretty surprised if he if he starts uh at minnesota i mean given how bad the injury looked on saturday the fact that he couldn't even walk off the field under his own power he had to be helped off uh i mean that's not something that i think he just gets better over 48 hours and so yes he was out there but we don't know what he did what his workload was or if it just was for appearances to say that he was in pads to make minnesota think about it for a few days um and Reading between the lines on the comments, the coaching staff, and you know the players, have I mean, made Greg about Austin kind of tipped his hand a little bit. Well, Austin and uh, Mario Verduzco basically said the same thing: like we have full faith in Noah, we think he can run our offense perfectly, and uh, you know we're ready to roll with him if he has to play. Like they, <laughs> they like almost forgot to add that caveat that it's still a question if he's going to play or not. So um, I'm fully under the assumption that Noah Vedrul is going to get the start at Minnesota and. Uh, the good news is that, at least what they're saying, uh, the Huskers seem to have full faith in him.
0: Well, and, and I think that's what you have to do if you're Nebraska. If Adrian's 60% or whatever, I think that, that you probably owe it to your team to to go with a 100% backup and allow Adrian you know, this week and then all the bye week to try and get healthy for the rest of the season, so... Um, you know, obviously, I'm no doctor. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what type of injury he suffered or whatever. But uh, it's encouraging at least that he was in pads. But I just don't see any way that, that he plays on Saturday. And um, you know, and, and it it feels definitely feels like that they've been preparing Noah to be the guy.
1: Guys, remember 2016 when Tommy Armstrong played at Iowa, and literally everybody's like, there is no way he's gonna play. And then, like he kind of like tricked the medical staff and the coaches to play. And then he went on to have.
2: Well, Riker Fife had like a broken broken. Hand. Hand. Yeah, I mean, they they, so they, was they a little they, different. They like basically had a contraption on Tommy's hamstring, like it was a like metal fake hamstring. <laughs> it was like yeah, like a, a, a weird metal thing that simulated a hamstring. Like, Tommy
1: I, played one of the worst games ever, though. Oh, it was terrible. And I think the team was like a letdown for the team that he played because they knew how inept the offense was going to be. And I'm not going to say that's going to happen with Martinez, but. You would think if, if he's not a hundred percent and were to play and he's not, you know, cutting and doing things he normally does, that's a letdown to your entire sideline at that point.
2: Well, here's the deal too, like with the weather being what it's supposed to be on Saturday, I mean, the, the idea of the quarterback dropping back and throwing the ball 40 times is probably not going to happen. So what you want is who's going to be the more dynamic runner. And right now, is it a hurt Martinez or a fully healthy Noah Vedrill, who by the way, is a pretty good runner in his own right, uh, I mean, honestly, this this game is going to be one in the trenches. It's going to be one of who can run the ball. Um, if assuming the weather is what it is, and I think that you go with the healthy Vedril, a guy that you know you don't need him to do a whole lot with his arm. You don't need him to go put the whole offense on his shoulders. You need him to execute efficiently and decisively. And I think those are two of his biggest strengths. And when you pair in, um, just him being healthy uh, compared to a a slower, you know, dinged up Martinez, I think it's kind of an obvious call given the situation at hand this
0: week. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line right there. I think that's, you, you spelled it out perfectly. And then, you know, you hope that um, if, you're, you know, if you're Nebraska, you hope that Maurice Washington is is healthy and that he's kind of over whatever type of deal right. that he's been dealing with. And um, and then obviously, Sean, you touched on on Spielman. I, I, I see him being able to go uh, this weekend, too. So that, that gives you a, at least another playmaker or two there.
1: Well, we're going to talk more about Noah Vedrill and and what you need to know about him if he is the guy and much more about the offense next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.